What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Bailari. So I wasn't going to record another episode today. I already had a couple episodes in the last day or so. I recorded one yesterday on college hockey, and also talked about the national championship game between TCU and Georgia. And then today, did a playoff preview with the sports crew, Mike Hurley. I was going to wait till all the Wild Card weekend games were over before I did a recap. But here we are, Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. on the East Coast, and I just watched Trevor Lawrence orchestrate one of the greatest comebacks in postseason history. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars found themselves down 27 to nothing at one point. 27 to nothing at one point in this game to the Jacksonville Jaguars with four minutes to go in the second quarter. Trevor Lawrence threw a touchdown pass to Evan Ingram right before halftime. And I said at that moment, at least it's some momentum. I don't think they would have orchestrated a comeback like this. I thought there's still a chance they could be in this game. And at one point, I looked at the money line, which I had a bet on this game. It was... Plus 2,000 when the score was 27 to nothing. Plus 2,000. And at that point, I mean, you could throw a couple dollars down just to do it for the sake of it, right? I didn't bet on it, though. I'm just watching this game just to watch it for the entertainment aspect of it. But when Trevor Lawrence threw that touchdown pass to Evan Ingram, I said, okay, play good defense when you get the ball back in the second half after you, you, got, you have to kick off to Los Angeles. Play good defense, get the ball back in the second half, down by three scores, and score in your first drive. Trevor Lawrence finished the game. With 288 passing yards, four touchdowns, and four picks. At one point in that game, he was 3 of 12 passing for 26 yards in three interceptions. Three of those picks went to Asante Samuel Jr., who had a terrific first half. Second half, Trevor Lawrence woke up and locked in. You look at Trevor Lawrence's stats in the first half. 10 of 24 passing for 77 yards, one touchdown right before halftime, and four interceptions. 24.5 passer rating in the first half. Trevor Lawrence in the second half, 18 of 23 passing for 211 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 144.5 passer rating. 144.5 passer rating, finishing the game with four touchdowns and four picks, became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw four picks in the first half in a playoff game and end up winning the game. So pretty impressive stretch there for Trevor Lawrence in the second half. And... I wonder what this game would have looked like if Jacksonville didn't turn the ball over five times in the first half, which actually, that's the first time since 1999 that a team had five turnovers in the first half of the postseason game. So Jacksonville dug themselves in a hole from the get-go. Trevor Lawrence, four interceptions in the first half. He only had two interceptions in his last nine games in the regular season heading into tonight. And before halftime, you see a lot of tweets and stuff around social media talking about the most interceptions thrown in a playoff game is six. Trevor Lawrence, abysmal first half, which is true. He did have an abysmal first half. But that touchdown pass to Evan Ingram was on point. And I thought at that moment, okay, it's a little, little momentum. That's a little bit of momentum. You just want a little momentum. That was only the start of a Jacksonville Jaguars 31-3 run to close the game. They were down 27-0 to the LA charges and going a 31 to three run 31 to three run to win that game. And I would talk about the first game, Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers, but this game for Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville just took the entire day, the entire storyline of what happened in the NFL today. That was the main theme that everyone's going to talk about from today. No one's really been talking about that Niners game. Niners got a big win today. Brock Purdy played pretty well, but everyone's going to talk about Trevor Lawrence and how great and magnificent of a comeback that was by Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and the entire Jacksonville Jaguars team. And the Jaguars defense stepped up heavily in the second half. And that's what it comes down to. And you're down by that many points, 27 to nothing. 
you already dug yourself in a hole where you can't give up any more points at, at that rate. You're already down four scores. You need four touchdowns to win the game down 27 nothing. So you know at the end of the day, you can't give up any more points. So Jacksonville had to lock in not only on offense, but play perfect on defense as well. Offense and defense, everything has to click. And that's what happened. 31-3 to run, historic comeback, ends up being the third largest comeback in postseason history in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills had a 32-point comeback versus the Oilers in the 1992 wildcard round. The Colts trailed by 28 to the Chiefs in 2013, the wildcard round, ended up winning that game. And the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight become the third largest comeback win in postseason history, trailing 27 to nothing at one point and going on a 31-3 run to close the game. And there's a lot of blame that can go around for that L.A. Chargers team. You can look at it to Brandon Staley managing the game, being up 27-0 and finding a way to lose. Obviously, he should take a lot of the blame. I don't think he should even keep his job tonight after he leaves the locker room. I think they should fire him before he even leaves the locker room. Considering how bad of a coach he's been over the last season now, this isn't just a one-time thing. Brandon Staley has been a brutal head coach his whole tenure here with the LA Chargers. His whole tenure with the LA Chargers, he's been a bad coach. And I know, obviously, yes, they have a very good team, 10-7 and record, found a way to make the playoffs, so I know a lot of the time you don't really want to fire a playoff head coach. Last year they were 9-8, and missed the playoffs. This year, 10-7, and make the playoffs. But lose to Jacksonville being up 27 to nothing. That's not something you can make an excuse for. That's inexcusable. And he used two timeouts early on. He used a timeout, I believe, in the fourth quarter with about nine minutes to go, and then used another timeout to challenge a call, a catch by a Jaguars receiver that ended up staying as a catch. So he only had one timeout left in the fourth quarter just about with four or five minutes to go. So you look at that, you only have one timeout, so you know chances are if you need to make a game-winning drive, you're probably not getting it unless you have the two-minute warning with a few timeouts. Just to be comfortable, you need probably a couple timeouts or the two-minute warning with one timeout. That's the way you play when you need to come back. You rely on timeouts because you need to be able to throw in the middle of the field. But L.A. used a timeout with 11.52 to go in the fourth quarter. And then Staley used another timeout when he challenged a catch by Zay Jones, an eight-yard gain with 7.27 to go in the fourth quarter. At this point, Jacksonville was still trailing by 10 points. It was 30-20 to 20 with 7.24 to go in the fourth quarter. But that drive ends with a Trevor Lawrence touchdown pass to Christian Kirk for nine yards. Then Joey Boza has an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. He was upset, thought there was a false start by the right tackle on Jacksonville, which I would agree with. There was a false start on Jacksonville's right tackle in that play there. But gets an unsportsmanlike penalty. So Jacksonville uses that penalty and forces it on the two-point conversion. Jacksonville could have chosen to done it on the kickoff, but they said, let's get the ball at the one yard line, go for two. Trevor Lawrence goes over the top. Gets a two-point conversion. Jacksonville is down now, 30-28. to They need a great defensive drive. And Jacksonville got just that. Sacked Justin Herbert on the first play on first and 10. Then second and long. Only gave up a four-yard gain to Austin Eckler. Third down, only an eight-yard pass to Joshua Kelly. So Trevor Lawrence gets the ball back with 3.09 to go. Down in this game by two points. And lo and behold, Jacksonville goes down the field. They got the ball originally. At their 21-yard line. So they had to go 50 yards just about just to make it a comfortable field goal for the kicker, Riley Patterson, of the Jaguars. And they got just that. I mean, they went right down the field, and he ends up getting a 36-yard field goal for the win. 
And that field goal barely stayed in, but it ends up being good. And Jacksonville wins the game as time expired. And there was also a penalty, an offsides penalty by L.A. on that play. But abysmal second half there for the L.A. Chargers. I do believe Justin Herbert, I'm not blaming Justin Herbert for everything. Obviously, the Los Angeles Chargers defense fell apart in the second half. It was a collective breakdown, a collective disaster by this entire Chargers team. Brandon Staley with the timeouts and the challenge. Coaching-wise, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, it's a breakdown by everyone. It's a meltdown by everyone. The defense could not stop Trevor Lawrence in the second half. The offense only had three points in the second half. Justin Herbert only could get L.A. three points in the second half. L.A. also had another field goal attempt in the fourth quarter. 40-yard field goal attempt by Cameron Dicker, who's only missed one kick on the year. One kick on the year heading into tonight. And he ends up missing a 40-yard field goal that would extend the Jacksonville lead from 30-20 to to 33-20. to and obviously, Jackson would have to score two touchdowns rather than getting a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a field goal to win the game. That's the difference. 30-20 to 20 versus 33-20. Jackson has to get two touchdowns rather than an eight and a three. And that's where they got 11 points, end up winning the game, getting points on their last two drives. If you look at Jacksonville's last five drives, touchdown to Evan Ingram right before halftime. Then a touchdown in their first possession after halftime. 89-yard drive in 7 minutes and 17 seconds. Trevor Lawrence, 6-yard touchdown pass to Marvin Jones. Then, their next drive, 5 plays, 68 yards in 2 minutes and 14 seconds, getting a 39-yard touchdown pass to Zay Jones. A beautiful pass by Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville elected to go for 2, end up not getting it. Then there's a 14-play drive for LA's offense. 53 yards, 14 plays in 6 minutes and 57 seconds. Chewed a lot of clock, they're up by 10 points. Try to extend the lead. And Cameron Decker misses a second field goal on the season. Second missed field goal on the season for Cameron Decker. Came at a bad time to miss his second field goal. He's only a rookie kicker. He had a very good rookie season. Ends up missing a 40-yard field goal. Jacksonville's lead stays at 10 points. Trevor Lawrence, 9 plays, 64 yards in 3 minutes and 22 seconds. That next drive ending in a beautiful 9-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence to Christian Kirk. And then Trevor Lawrence goes over the top for a two-point conversion attempt from the one-yard line after Joey Boza had an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, giving Jacksonville the ball the one. They go for two. They get it. 30-28. Then Jacksonville's defense had their best drive of the night. Three plays, five yards in two minutes and 16 seconds, getting Trevor Lawrence the ball back. As I said, they sacked Justin Herbert in the first play of that drive with five minutes and 25 seconds to go. They get Trevor Lawrence the ball back with three minutes and nine seconds with Jacksonville trailing by two points. And Trevor Lawrence goes 10 plays, 61 yards in 3 minutes and 9 seconds, winning the game 31-30 to with a 36-yard field goal as time expired by Riley Patterson. Jacksonville ends up winning the game on a 31-3 to run, scoring on their last 5 drives. Jacksonville scored on the last 5 drives. 14 plays, 89 yards in 7 minutes and 17 seconds right before halftime for a touchdown to Evan Ingram. Then a 5-play, 68-yard drive in 2 minutes and 14 seconds with a touchdown pass, 39 yards from Trevor Lawrence to Zay Jones. Then, getting the ball back. Nine plays, 64 yards in three minutes and 22 seconds. Getting a nine-yard touchdown pass to Christian Kirk with Trevor Lawrence getting a two-point rush attempt. And then, 10 plays, 61 yards, three minutes and nine seconds with a game-winning field goal for Jacksonville. What a win for Trevor Lawrence. What a win for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They will be moving on, getting their first playoff win since their 2018 AFC Championship run where they lost to the Patriots. As for the Chargers, that was one of the biggest meltdowns in the NFL in postseason history. Considering it's the third largest comeback in NFL history, 
and they only managed to get three points in the second half with a missed field goal by the kicker who only missed one field goal on the season. Their defense could not stop Trevor Lawrence in the second half with Trevor Lawrence throwing for three touchdowns and Jackson scoring five straight drives. Brandon Staley missing a challenge call, only having one timeout left with five minutes to go. And Justin Herbert only managing to get three points collectively, that offense falling apart for the Chargers in the second half at the worst time. So that's a disaster of a second half for the Chargers. And Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville won a run for them in the second half, an electric comeback, and one of the best in NFL postseason history. As for the Chargers, I said, though, that's a collective collapse. A collective collapse. From the defense not being able to stop Trevor Lawrence in the second half to that bad penalty by Joey Boza for an unsportsmanlike conduct, and that penalty set up Jacksonville for a two-point conversion. If that two-point conversion isn't successful by Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars only could have tied the game on that last drive. It would have been a three-point game. They would have been able to win the game 31-30. to So you look at it from a lot of different perspectives. Coaching, only have one timeout left in the fourth quarter. A bad challenge. The offense falling apart, only scoring three points in the second half, being outscored 24-3 in the second half by Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The defense not being able to stop Trevor Lawrence. The Chargers kick and missed only a second field goal attempt of the season, Cameron Dicker. There's a lot of ways you can look at this. And at the end of the day, it was a collective collapse for Jacksonville. Collective collapse. As for Jacksonville, they're the comeback kids. Their last five home games, they were down 17 to nothing to the Raiders. Jacksonville came back and won that game. Week 12, down 19 to 10 to the Ravens. Jacksonville won that game. Week 15, Jacksonville trailed 27 to 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. Jacksonville won that game. Week 18, down 10 to nothing to the Titans in a win-or-go-home chance to go to the playoffs. You win that game, you go to the playoffs, you lose. You do not win the AFC South, you don't go to the playoffs. Jacksonville down 10 to nothing to Tennessee, wins that game. And tonight, wild card weekend, game one of the playoffs. Jacksonville down 27 to nothing to the Chargers. Jacksonville wins that game. So week 9, down 17 nothing to the Raiders. Jacksonville wins. Week 12, down 19-10 to the Ravens. Jacksonville wins that game. Week 15, down 27-10 to the Cowboys. Jacksonville wins that game in the second half. Winning that game in overtime with the pick 6 and Rayshon Jenkins, who had a historic game in that week. Week 18, down 10-0 to nothing to the Titans. As I said, that was the game to win the AFC South to go to the playoffs. Jacksonville down 10-0, wins that game. And then Wild Card weekend tonight, down 27-0. Jacksonville wins that game down 27-0 on a historic comeback, the third largest comeback in NFL postseason history. Tough night for the L.A. Chargers. I said collective collapse by the entire team. L- allowing five straight possessions for Jacksonville's offense to score, the defense fell apart and just went to sleep in the second half. Up 27-0 in the first half at one point, give them a touch right before halftime, being up 27-7, but then going to bed in the second half and completely forgetting the entire game plan they had in the first half. Trevor Lawrence was so uncomfortable in the first half. Four interceptions in the first half. And at one point, he had more completions to Asante Samuel Jr. with three interceptions thrown to Asante Samuel Jr. He had more completions to a cornerback on the charges than he had any receiver on his own team in Jacksonville. He had three completions to his Jacksonville Jaguars receiving core at one point and three completions to Asante Samuel Jr. at one point in the first half. They mixed up looks. They made it hard on Trevor Lawrence. Made it very uncomfortable in the pocket. Forced some bad throws from him in the first half. And then just completely abandoned that game plan in the second half. Allowing five straight possessions for Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence to score. So the defense just quit in the second half. The offense can only get three points in the second half. Also, 
a missed field goal from a kicker that only missed one field goal in the air. A rookie kicker, but he only missed one field goal heading into this game. I believe it was 21 of 22 heading into tonight, which was the best percentage for a rookie kicker with a minimum of 20 attempts in NFL history, if I remember that graphic right. And head coaching was a complete disaster. Only having one timeout in the fourth quarter with seven minutes to go. So a historic comeback for Jacksonville and a historic collapse for the L.A. Chargers. One that I'm sure Brandon Staley will never forget. And I don't think his job is safe. I think he'll be fired rather soon, considering Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville just completely dominating the second half. Trevor Lawrence in the first half only had 77 passing yards with one touchdown and four picks. In the first half, 77 yards for one touchdown and four picks. The second half, 211 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Trevor Lawrence went to work in the second half, and that's partly on coaching. The defense coordinator and the head coach, they're to blame. The offense coordinator and the head coach are to blame for that second-half collapse on offense, only getting three points, and just the team as a whole. As I said, there's no other way to put it. It's a collective collapse by L.A. And there's one more graphic I want to mention, one more statistic I just saw from ESPN. The L.A. Chargers became the first team in NFL playoff history to lose with a 5-plus Turnover margin. Five-plus turnover margin, and they lost that game. And I'll repeat, the L.A. Chargers had a five-plus turnover margin. Didn't turn the ball over once. Zero turnovers for L.A., five at Jacksonville, and they lose that game 31-30. to So imagine what this game would have been if Trevor Lawrence had had four interceptions in the first half and Jacksonville didn't muff a punt, where one of Jacksonville's blockers didn't even know the punt was coming and it hit him off the helmet, putting the Chargers in very good field position to score. Imagine what this game would have been if Jacksonville didn't turn the ball over five times in the first half. They turned the ball over five times in the first half. You know what happens in the next five possessions, though? Five straight scoring drives, and they win this game. A five-plus turnover margin, plus five turnover margin for the L.A. Chargers, and they lost, and they lost. The first eight possessions in a row for Jacksonville were scoreless possessions. Their first eight drives they didn't score on, and then the next five drives... They scored on and end up winning the game. First drive, interception, right on Trevor Lawrence's first pass of the game on the first drive of the game, 14-25 mark in the first quarter, interception on a tip pass by a defensive lineman. Then the next drive, nine plays, 42 yards, and an interception from Trevor Lawrence intended for Evan Ingram on a pass gets picked up by Sante Samuel Jr. The next drive, three plays, one yard, a punt for Jacksonville. Now they're down 10-0. Then, their next drive, three plays, one yard, in two minutes and eight seconds, now trails 17 to nothing. Then, three plays, zero yards, and Trevor Lawrence threw his fourth interception of the half, and this went to Asante Samuel Jr. again. So Asante Samuel Jr. was just a pest for Trevor Lawrence in the first half. Then Jacksonville's next possession was a muffed punt recovered by the L.A. Chargers. A muff punt recovered by the L.A. Chargers on the six-yard line. They ended up scoring on that drive. They recovered about the six-yard line, got a field goal out of it. So they got some positive points, put themselves up 27-0. Then, yet again, another drive where Jacksonville had to punt the ball, just going three plays, eight yards, and one minute, 14 seconds. So now the score is 27-0. Jacksonville plays very good defense on the next drive. Get the ball back with a minute 49 seconds left in the first half. And Trevor Lawrence orchestrates a 47-yard drive with seven plays in a minute 25 seconds, giving Jacksonville some momentum going into halftime with a touchdown. And then they scored in the next four possessions. Touchdown, 
touchdown, touchdown, field goal. To recap, the first eight possessions were scoreless possessions. Interception, interception, punt, interception, punt, interception, muffed punt, and then punt. Then the next five drives Jacksonville scored on, ending the game with a touchdown, a touchdown, a touchdown with a two-point conversion, yet another touchdown, and then the game-winning field goal to end the game. Eight possessions in a row. They turned the ball over, didn't score. And then the next five possessions, Jacksonville went on a run and wins the game 31-30. to So give you credit where it's due. Give the credit where it's due to Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars for that comeback. And then also keep Brandon Staley and the L.A. Chargers accountable for that disaster of a collapse. Anyways, that does conclude this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.